In for the Night is a podcast that discusses movies, random topics, and gives you an excuse to just stay in for the night. I was half expecting you to join in, but... I can't do it every time. It's going to be expected. No, that's why. You got to do it when they least expect it. So never. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, I'm Katie. Hi, I am Lur. I guess that's all we're just going to start calling you. Lur. Lur, Dr. Lur. I wish I was a doctor. But Dr. Phil doctor. Be freaking balling out of control. I'll be, I'm rich, bitch. Please never say that in that tone of voice again. That's Dave Chappelle. Don't sue me, Dave Chappelle. You don't have a patent on that, do you? I hope not. Hashtag Dave Chappelle. (laughs) Hashtag Dave Chappelle. (laughs) Original owner, Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. Chappelle Dave. Um, Chappelle comma Dave. No, no, no. It's Shadave Pell comma Dave Pell. There's a lot going on there. I have no idea what happened. (laughs) So how was your week? Uh, Well, I mean, oh, I guess this is going to be. It's next week exactly like I, we just <laughs> did one so you it's we recorded confusing. like three or four days ago and now we're trying to catch up and do extra ones to like give us a cushion in case something comes up so not a lot has happened but my dad did go into random what is it conjunctive heart failure conjunctive mm-hmm. heart failure heart failure sure <laughs> so he like went to the doctor and he wasn't feeling well and it turned out somebody put his fucking catheter in wrong and then they took it out and they put it back in, but it like the right way. And so now he's feeling a lot better. And then like the next day he was not feeling great. Like he wasn't responsive. And so they brought him to the hospital and um, they're like, I don't know what's wrong with him. We don't know what's wrong. He might be bleeding. He might have sepsis. And I'm like, that's a lot of different things mm-hmm. going on. Like, don't so, y'all have tests for this? So they did tests and they kept him overnight. And so... <laughs> He's like me. He drinks a lot of water. And so they told him he can't drink water anymore. Like as much water. He only can drink like a liter a day or something. There you go. No, that's not healthy. Like he drank too much water. And so do you. I'm you drink thirsty. like two gallons a day. I like drink a gallon. No, you drink more than a gallon. You literally fill your freaking half gallon thing up and you drink like four of them. Let's do the math. Half gallon and you drink four. I don't drink half four of those. I drink like these. That means two gallons. Do you want me to slap you? Should we do that again? I'm going to punch <laughs> you. Half gallons and you drink four of them. Can so I hire someone to take him out? Half, half, that's one. Half, half, that's two. <laughs> you should be a math teacher, but that's the only thing you could teach people. <laughs> so I was going to say four <laughs> gallons. <laughs> Four gallons, people. I drink four gallons of water. Four halves equals four gallons. (laughs) That's what I give her talking shit. Karma's a bitch, motherfucker. Wait, it's two. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Uh, But yeah, you're off of work. We had our awesome date day on Sunday. We did. It was terribly great. I'm just kidding. It was awesome. We went axe throwing. Uh, we haven't been axe throwing since like Dallas. my birthday two years ago, I think. Yeah. 
Um, and it was a group of us then. That was fun. We had like a huge competition. I think wifey ended up winning. Yeah, I did. Uh, but this time she got spanked. We actually have a video. I think we're going to post it on Patreon too. Um, a video of you doing pretty well and me sucking. <laughs> and we even threw ninja star. Well, they're not really ninja stars, but, but they're, they're stars. shaped like ninja stars. I threw those and I was pretty freaking awesome too. And then we threw knives. I was pretty freaking awesome. Oh, and we got invited to join a league. And then we got invited to join a uh, axe throwing league because I don't know. I threw something and he was like, uh, so there's a league. <laughs> they probably just want you. They don't want me. Like how every thing goes in my life nobody wants well me. if you listen to me for once because when you did listen you threw it exactly the way i did and you got like a six you got a bullseye or very close to it i just need to practice it's like hmm. you just, you're you're releasing it too high because then i release it, it too, too low early. like and then i release it too low and then i'm like fuck and just it release it right in front of your face okay whatever moving on Bam. um Bam. yeah so that's pretty much our week so far uh, I took a mental health day today. That's why we're recording. Normally, we would probably record later in the week, but I was like, we might as well get it done because my mental health yesterday was not great. <laughs> I was very stressed out. So if any of my workers are listening to this, I mean, this day was much needed. Anyway, so let's go ahead and start talking about the movie. What movie did we have, babe? We watched La La Lay on the Floor movie. It was boring. <laughs> it was the greatest movie ever. Uh, no, we watched my all-time favorite, bestest of the bestest Jim Carrey movie. And who's guessed it? I give you, it's a four-letter word. Mask. The mask. Like, that's two words, babe. It said four-letter word. I just say mask. Everybody knows it. The mask. You're the mask. I wish I was the mask. Oh, that'd be dope. To have uh, that. Um. So, reading the synopsis. You can read it this time. I'll let you read my favorite movie synopsis. Really? Mm-hmm. All right. Honor. Thank you. I feel honored. You should. Should I fuck it up as much as you do normally? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Duh. Uh, so, The Mask, it's PG-13, made in 1994. It's a comedy fantasy. It's one hour and 41 minutes, and you can watch it on HBO Max. Ty is dying. Um, Wrong pipe. It, was, it got a 6.9 out of 10 on an IMDb, and it had 80% on Rotten Potatoes. Are you okay? <coughs> Somebody call the doctor. Ooh, there okay. we go. Um, yeah, Google, like 88% of Google users liked this. Well, yeah, because it's the bestest of the best. I'm surprised it get a higher rating, though. Well, there are a lot of haters out there. All right. So I'm about to read the synopsis. Synopsi. Synopsi. Penis, peni. Thank you. If I'm going to read it, you have to do the job, man. <coughs> Step up. All right, so when timid bank clerk Stanley Ipkiss, Jim Carrey, discovers a magical mask containing the spirit of a Norse god, Loki, his entire life changes. While wearing the mask, Ipkiss becomes a supernatural playboy, exuding charm and confidence, which allows him to catch the eye of a local nightclub singer, Tina Carlisle, which is Cameron Diaz. Unfortunately, under the mask influence, Ipkiss also robs a bank, which angers junior crime lord, Dorian Tyrell, 
who is Peter Green. I like that name, Dorian Tyrell. Like Dorian Gray, picture of Dor- Dorian Gray, um, whose goons get blamed for the heist. The release date was July 28th of 1994. Um, director was Chuck Russell. We have starring Jim Carrey, Peter Rygert, Rygert, sorry, Peter Green, Amy Yazbeck, Richard Jenny, and Cameron Diaz. And there is a sequel, Son of the Mask, which we haven't seen. Um, I don't know if that's necessarily a sequel because it's not the same director and there's not the sequels same Sequels connecting. It doesn't matter who they were. Same as Harry Potter. All the Harry Potters have like different directors. Really? And Twilight. Really? Yeah, Those definitely Twilight. sequels or prequels then. I rest so they're just, just, just randomly they're just random movies add-ons. that have the same characters. Add-ons. But the that the the son of the mask doesn't have the same characters, so ha. It doesn't have to. If have at least the same that characters. the same characters, then yeah, it would be a same as Independence sequel. Day. It's, is that a sequel? Independence Day resurgence. Yeah, the same actors. Some it had of them. one, two same actors. No, it had Vivica Fox. It had the president, and it had the dad. It had the the scientist guy. Uh, fine, five, like five or twenty people. I like your range between five and twenty, not like five or ten. It's five, five or and twenty. 20. Okay. Cool. Yes, ma'am. Do you remember what the city is called? And if in the you don't give this movie a twenty, I have the papers in my truck. What papers? The papers are in my truck. Hunting licenses. No. <laughs> You know the papers. Divorce papers? Yes. Do you really? Yeah. If you don't give it a 20. <coughs> but if I... Don't stop dying. If I do give it a 20, then are the papers still in your truck? No. They magically <laughs> disappear. <laughs> they just go poof. I'm just like, okay. <laughs> and they go fluttering. So it depends screen. on how you behave during this episode. How you behave, not me. How you behave. All right. So we enter the mask in a city called Edge City, which is very... Was that a real place? I don't think so. I'm surprised because they had a, it Because they had a park in the movie called Landfill Park. You always because it used to be a landfill, babe. Did you not I'm catch gonna, that memo? I'm gonna look it up. Anyway, so we open to divers fixing a pipe in the ocean, a lake, or whatever. Yeah. And that's where they find a box. What's in the box? What's in the box? Dick in a box. Dick in a box. <laughs> uh, no, it's not a dick, unfortunately. It is a mask, <laughs> a green mask. So the guy opens it up. He gets like demolished yeah, under that pipe. Plummeled. 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 Pummeled. Plummeled. Because it's plumbing. Exactly. See, did I you really catch on eventually? Did you really plan that, or did you say it wrong and then it worked out? Yeah. No, I, I can't do that. <laughs> when you say no, but and you shake your head yes or the opposite. No. No. Oh, damn it. <laughs> no. Damn it. I can't do it. <laughs> He's trying to shake his head the, the correct dis- way, yeah, the, the opposite, way. the opposite of what he's saying. So, no. I can't. My brain does yes. not work that way. My brain does not work that way. It is. Anyway. I'm going to break my neck. <laughs> <trying> to- <laughs> in other words, he said the word wrong and it just worked out in his favor. Exactly. Bam. Because I'm smart like that. Right. <laughs> 
That's a no. 20. (laughs) (laughs) 20. (laughs) All right. So we enter the bank where Stanley Ipkiss, that is your favorite person. Jim Mother Freaking Carey. Call him JC, the new JC. No, Jim Carey. Jesus Christ. Wow. He's a superstar. Wow. I mean, he did play God in a movie. Bruce Almighty. Oh, so. yeah. I like that movie. Um, all his movies. So we open to the scene where Stanley is talking to a girl that he works with. He gets her two concert tickets. And he's the delightful doormat because he offers her the tickets. And he's like, I'm going to pick you up. Oh, my girlfriend's She's like, here. oh, my friend. She's probably going with another guy. Pro- definitely. Fuck. I like the guy is a doormat. He just wants to be the nice guy, which he is. He definitely is a nice guy. Yeah, he said it like 50 times in the movie. Because he told the Peggy Donovan. Peggy, Peggy Brant. I was, I don't think it was Brant, was it? It is. Uh, I've well, seen it a lot of times. The reporter, she. Peggy Brant. Has this Dear Peggy article and he wrote in and he's Mr. Nice Guy. And I'm like, I don't know if you want to be recognized as Mr. Nice Guy, but I guess that's what. Maybe back in the 90s, yeah. But if you're a nice guy now, you finish last. Because people take like. Advantage. Thank you. I couldn't think of the word. Take advantage of you. And then it's like people like girls that go on Tinder. Amy Yazbek. It says. Peggy oh. Brandt. Good job, babe. Yeah. You remembered like one thing in your life. Your face. Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> um, where was my point? Oh, like girls go on dates with guys just for dinner, but they have no interest in them and then they just leave. That's kind of like a bitch move. Same with guys. Guys like try to take things from girls and it's like, ugh, can't you just be a decent human and find like date somebody who actually wants to date you and no okay we're fucked great because that is just too hard for people to do well they like things to be complicated and drama prone Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what is it there's like a chaos theory i forgot what it's called uh, there's a chaos theory where people like there's certain people who crave chaos and they always have to like have it in their lives mm-hmm. or they feel like they there's have no purpose. For that. Literally just said that. You said chaos theory. It's a chaos theory, and I said I can't remember the name for it, but it's a chaos theory where people are addicted. To, do you not pay attention to what I'm saying? Nope. Hundred okay. percent not. Great. Welcome to our podcast, people. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Just like he said, I Wait, like shiny things. Oh, my gosh. So I was asking him to help me fill the lawnmower with gasoline. And I can't, like, it was heavy. It's like five gallon. It wasn't that heavy, but it was, I was carrying it down the stairs. He's like, why weren't you letting me carry it? And I was like, because you'll wander off with it. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm just like, he'll get distracted. I'll be like, hey, babe, we need to go do this. And I'm like in the car waiting. And it's like 20 minutes later, he shows up and he's like, I forgot we were going. Or he'll be playing with the dogs. I or haven't doing- done that yet. In a while. You do it frequently. Anyway. That's when I would have to go to the hospital. So then his friend at the bank. I forgot what his name is. Do you remember what his name is? I don't know his name. Oh, you don't remember his name? His No, he's not important. I think he... They don't think they mentioned his name, actually. Uh, let's see Wando? Here. Wando? Wando? Yeah, that's it. Wait, uh, it was a weird name, but it might be his last name. Charlie. Charlie. Okay, Charlie's Charlie his friend. Shoemaker. 
Um, was it Schumacher? It's, I'm pretty sure it's Shoemaker. Okay. Uh, so Charlie asks Stanley if he wants to go to the hot new club. Coco Bongo. Which does not, like, if I was going to a club, I would not go to a club called the Coco Bongo Club. Yeah. Sorry. That looks stupid. Um, but anyway, so they're talking about it. And then this hot girl, Cameron Diaz, comes in. Um, and I have a question. The girl, she walks in. It's raining, obviously. But the shaking of the hair, I don't She's get it. She's trying to dry her hair off. But people do that in movies. Like, I know it's slow-mo, but I'm like, it just gives me a headache. What is up with people shaking their head, like, releasing their hair? Instead of just, like, doing that, they have to shake it in a sexy manner. Because that's the whole point. She was trying to be sexy. You just answered your own question. But it doesn't look sexy. It looks like you're a fucking dog. Maybe to you it doesn't, but to the guys watching it, it does. Does it look sexy to you? <laughs> I mean, I don't know if it looks sexy. I don't think that makes her sexy shaking her hair like that. But anyway, I mean, Cameron Diaz is a sexy person, but shaking of the hair, I just don't get it. Anyway, her name is Trish. No, Tina Carlisle. Trish? Who's Trish? Well, they said Trish at first, but I think that might have been someone else. Oh, well, Tina Carlisle. <laughs> Tina Carlisle. Tina, okay, so I realized that throughout this movie, like, you get the basic people. So, like, Stanley, Charlie, Peggy, they're very basic looking. They're very dull colored. Like, they're wearing a lot of duller colors. And then she comes in and she's very bright, shiny, and her name's Tina. Well, because she's a singer at the Coco Bongo. I just, no, I think they, no, I was just saying in general, like, she always is more bright than everybody else, so it's like, she's like the shining star, and. Uh, well, I wouldn't say she's a shining star, but she's the popular one, I guess. And she's supposed to be the pretty one. Everybody yeah. else is boring. That's yeah. what I'm trying to. There you go. That's a better way to put that. I just need you to be on my level, and I need you to like. Nope, never gonna happen. Great. So, <laughs> fucking great life, guys. Welcome. <laughs> Um, and so Tina is trying to open a bank account. Couldn't remember that word. Fakely. <laughs> Fakely. So what does she have in her purse? A camera. Well, I mean, is it in her purse or is yeah. it just like a lens? <laughs> it has to be in her purse because the guys can see it on on the TV in the bad guys' just lair. just a camera, like in the seam of her purse. It doesn't have to be like a camera. Like cameras are big. It's the 1990s, babe. I really don't think they have that yeah. special. <laughs> Unless it was like a government grade one, then maybe it was a small one, a little cute round one. Maybe, but I really like, don't think they're affiliated with the purse like that, though. Too. I really don't think they're affiliated with the government, just because. How do you know? They're 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 bad. They can get government property. They're gangbangers. You can buy just... anything off the black market. That's not government. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sitting here and I'm like, I don't have to argue with this. Because yes, you do. You always have to argue. Stanley goes to the car dealership and his car is broken. They definitely are swindly people, which is not good. Nellie's in the in the house. I mean, it's not a car dealership. Car garage. There you go. Fixer, please. I don't think. I think they just destroy things and charge people ridiculous. What is this? Oh, about seven hundred dollars. Yeah, 
Jesus. Uh, so they kind of are like lying to Stanley to get him to pay more, which sucks. And he doesn't have a car, but he needs a car because he has to go to the Coco Bango Club. Coco Bongo. You said Coco Bango. <laughs> I'm going to call it the Coco Bango Club because that sounds better than Bongo. Uh, I like how they never went back to that. Well, I mean, he gets his revenge and he goes back and like, shut. Well, we'll get to that, I guess. But they, he said he's signing it and he's like, there's no price tag on it. He's like, oh, there will be. I'm but like, like they don't never, sign like, it. Yeah, I wouldn't sign it. But they never actually like go back to see how much it is, though. Maybe because really he to... destroys them, I guess. I, that's like a little. <laughs> I think that's like the answer is like him going back and taking them out. I think they're going to have problems pooping for Oh, yeah. <laughs> or maybe it might be really easy for them to poop. I actually heard. No. Not no. to get. No. Not happening. <laughs> no, I don't want to. Hell no. Not to get like <laughs> sexual on this podcast. Sorry for the young people listening. Cover your ears. Sorry, mom. But. <laughs> and my mom as she listens and her friends. But I heard through the grapevine that if that is done. Through the back door, it actually makes it easier to use a restroom. Well, yeah. Like number two. Because sometimes like, if somebody's constipated really bad and it has nothing to do with innards, if it's like your muscles spasming at, or near the rectum, it can cause blockage. So to rela- release it, you have to shove something up there, not something, usually medical device of some sort that the doctor will do, and then it will release that spasm. Yeah, that means it all comes out when, they're, when the doctor does it. That's gross. So he gets poopies all over him. So like sometimes babies will have constipation when they go from milk to like hard food. And then they get really like they look big, like they'll have big tummies and like really kind of gross. And um, like my friend, he told me this happened to him when he was like a baby and his parents told him the story and the dad had to give him an enema and <laughs> give it an enema. He got shit on. Oh, gross. And so, it's like my nightmare. And so it was just really funny. And I'm just like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense because you, yeah. So if you're having a constipation problem, try like doing the normal laxative route, but then you just might need to like shove put something a, up. Put there. a glove on and just shove a finger up. Shove just. Not a fist. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> he made a fist and went. <laughs> All right, so we get to the Coco Bango Club, and um, guess what? Stanley is not in the club. He didn't even get access. His friend was supposed to help him, and, and he did. Left him. That's a dick move. Don't be that person. His friend didn't know. He was too excited about going into the Coco Bango. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, so he kind of gets upset, and he just tries, and he's like, "Oh, he forgot me," and he sneaks in, and then he gets kicked out like hardcore, like cartoon style where they like throw people out the mm-hmm. back door which kind of his whole life is revolved around cartoons which i kind of enjoy mm-hmm. um and so he just kind of is like fine fuck it so he leaves and they're just playing i know um so if you hear that guess what you gotta take a shot um and so then he's just like waiting for his car and then cameron diaz tina comes on comes along she's like hey stanley are you okay and he's like, yeah. And then the loner car comes up and it just kind of ruins his vibe, I guess. Like, that's not my car. <laughs> I guess I'll take it. And I'm like, so you're stealing the car? He's like, but I'm very angry. Oh, my God. <laughs> <sighs> um, so he's having a shitty day. He, what did I say? I said something earlier. Um, he's having a shitty day. It's like 
the down on his luck, a dude down on his luck. So Stanley just is a guy who's been asking girls out. He's been doing the best. He's a nice guy and he's just down on his luck and like he just can't win because he has a shitty landlord. He has a small ass apartment. Actually, I liked his apartment, so it didn't really bother me. But uh, but it's just like he everything he, he just can't win and he has a crappy boss. Um, and so he's he goes drives away and then he gets on the bridge and his car shuts down literally breaks down and then like flattens on the bridge i mean the question i have is what do you have to pay for it i was thinking that of course the the way those guys were i'm pretty sure they're going to charge him like freaking ten thousand dollars for that thing that loner okay then you robbed a bank (laughs) yeah he was balling out of control there um and so what I mentioned here was he was having a shitty day, but still tried to save someone because on the bridge, he's looked down and he saw this like human ish shaped thing. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, sir, sir. How do you know it was a sir? It could have been a woman. He said, sir. I know, but how do you know? It that was? is very sexist to me. I apologize. Very. Non-binary, non-binary item down I there. Mean, not you. He was saying, sir. In the movie, like yeah, I noticed that a lot in the movies back in the day, like '90s and early 2000s. It's not very gender fluid. He was like, "Sir, could have been, could he could have been a, it could have been me, because yeah. I look like a man." Could have been like, what else would you say? Hey, are you okay? Is that right? Hey, person down there. Pers, there you go. Person. Human. Human. There Maybe he go. doesn't relate to a human because there's people who are doing do that as well now. Hey, you just can't say anything now. <laughs> I try to be all-inclusive, people. Just correct me if I'm wrong. If I call you a she and you prefer they, them, let me know. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. try not to assume, but I suck him because I'm a human person. Anyway, so he's all wet. He found the mask on the pile of trash that was the person he was trying to save, which kind of ends the day pretty well because it's a pile I of mean, trash yeah. on his tra- shitty day. So it's kind of... yeah. So then he puts on the mask. Oh, he gets home. Landlord comes out and he's like, do you know what time it is? And she's yelling at him. And I'm like, hey, first and foremost, you're a landlord. You should not be time like clocking people in and out. Like, yes, yeah, it doesn't shouldn't matter what time they get home. And like, he wasn't being loud. He was just walking up the stairs like yeah. that would piss me off. I would be like, shut the fuck up. Walk away. No landlord talked to me like that. I would be like, do you really want me to bring in, like, the Better Business Bureau? Do you really want me to do that? Because I'm pretty sure there's illegal shit going on here. I'm going to talk to you like that. I'm going to have Lala eat you. (laughs) She probably would. So he gets home, and then he's watching TV. It was a cartoon. And then this doctor person, which is Bob Stein, comes on. And he was talking about the masks we wear, metaphorically. And I like how he said it, metaphorically, like on the tv show. metaphorically speaking and so then he goes and puts on the mask and he turns into the mask which he doesn't have an alter ego name which is weird yeah and i never gave him another name should be like sexy beast or something i don't know maybe an anagram of stanley ipkiss which is like the letters switched around it makes another word oh i was like what <laughs> and not know what that um, meant so my question is, if you put on the mask, what would be your alter ego? Ooh, um, the funny man. 
Yeah, because you really think you're funny now. Um, I do think I'm freaking <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> I don't. I think I would be more dark and sinister. Or like, I'd or probably, I'll be probably like him, a little horn dog. Oh. Probably. You already are, though. I know. That's. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> um, okay, so the shenanigans that ensue after he puts on the mask. First, he. Gets dressed up and he's smoking, and he goes out into the. <laughs> you were I still like when he was giggling. blow drying. Yeah, he's like, ah, that's my favorite. Oh man, we blow drying his face after shaving, and he's like making that little laugh. I and he used the he dog do to write, like to dry it. Yeah, with the dog's wee wee all in the camera <laughs> and balls. <laughs> Oh, it's the best. And then he goes out into the hallway and it says, be quiet. And so what does he... Shh. Creeping in the hallway, <laughs> making little sounds. <laughs> the alarm clock goes off. <laughs> the alarm clock pops out and is hopping around. And he pulls out this big ass hammer. You were giggling so the hard. The size <laughs> of this house. <laughs> and he starts hitting the... Just smashing everything. And making a shit ton of noise. And... Then the lady comes out, his landlord or manager, whatever we can call him. Landlord? But it's on her door, it said manager. So I don't know if they call it like a property manager or a landlord. So it could be either or. Anyway, so then she starts shooting. Yeah, then she's really making loud noises. And so, like, a shotgun. Shotgun of all Like, that's going to go through your, like, thin ass walls. Like, that's going to. probably could have murdered someone. He jumps out the window and he says, look, Ma. I'm roadkill. <laughs> it's just like he was giggling so hard at it, like this whole entire thing. Like I was like. My favorite. Anyway. Uh, then these guys try to like rob him, I guess. Yeah. I, I don't like he didn't. I don't know. If a guy was wearing a mask, I would never like really approach him to steal something. So. Well, maybe I think that's just his normal face. A green neon. Maybe to us, it was showing green, but maybe to them, it was like normal color in the movie. What? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> I don't know how to respond to that because, like, everybody was seeing green and everybody yeah, gets freaked out. Green. So, um, and so then he has a carnival. <laughs> Like he's making balloon animals and everybody's getting excited about these thugs. These thugs are getting so excited about balloon animals. And so like this one got a, a giraffe and the other one got a poodle, but it died. And, and then he's like, sorry, I had to put him down. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy was all sad. He was like, <laughs> it's just because he has that like, what is it? Uh, not charisma, but I guess charisma. Yeah, charisma. It's like he can make you do things that you don't want to do technically charming charming he can charm you like a vampire and so he has the carnival then he goes to the garage and seeks his revenge what does he say when he walks in oh Get, uh, tighten up your lug nuts it's time for an overhaul or something like that and what does he do he shoves these mufflers up their bum so either they they're it. either they're really going to be shitting easily for the rest of their lives or that, there's a big hole there. Yeah, it's probably going to be uh, big. He uh, probably shoved it up there pretty well. Ow. Uh, that, uh, I don't. Uh, 
They didn't show the other one. They only showed the bigger guy coming Maybe out. Maybe the other one it. died. Probably. But the thing is, I really don't think he killed anybody. Like, I was thinking that this through this whole thing. He just injures people mm, or screws injures. with them, but he never murdered anybody. Yeah, Dorian murdered. Yeah, so he was... But not the mask. He's not a murderer. So that's where I was like, the mask as Stanley Ipkiss was better because he only just injured or, like, evaded. I don't think he really even injured anyone. He evaded people. Like, mm. the guy, the guys that tried to rob him, he put underwear on his face and he ran up there, did money. Uh, the I mean, I'm sure that he hurt. He put out a Tommy gun, but he didn't hit any of them. He was just, like, spraying around them. And then, oh, he did punch Dorian. So, I think that's the only person he actually hurt was Dorian. Everybody yeah, else, but he, he deserved it. Yeah, he did deserve it. Um, so then, the night goes on and we don't really know what other shenanigans he gets into because Stanley wakes up. And he just thinks it's a dream. And he's like, oh, thank God. Like, that's Till relief. the cop, Mr. Farley or Fraley or something, whatever, something Lee. Uh, something like that. Um, he shows up and he asks him, oh, you didn't hear <laughs> hear the loud noises in the shotgun? <laughs> no, she, he's like, no. No, I have an inner ear problem. I can hardly hear. Huh? A? <laughs> <laughs> eh? And so he shows up late to work, and his boss is an asshole. Yeah, that's pretty much it. His boss is a dick. His boss, well, because daddy owns the bank, so. Still, but that's like hardcore nepotism, and that's not okay. Um, then that's when the reporter comes in. We already talked about Peggy. She's the one that had that mis- uh, Ask Peggy column, and he's Mr. Nice Guy, and she's kind of flirting with him a little bit, and she gives him her number, and... She, she leaves. That was it. Like there's yeah, nothing really important there. For that. Then uh, did it? Did it? Did it? Then we move on to the like I don't know. There's like a lot of bouncing around in this movie. So we go back to the bad guy's place. The head honcho. I forgot what his name was. Uh, 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 uh I can't remember his name. Anyway, so but he's a bald guy with a ponytail. Can somebody answer me why we think all bad guys need to have, like, long hair or ponytails? Because it makes them look aggressive. I have a shaved head. Do I look aggressive? Do Wait. you have a ponytail, though? You oh, do not. Give me your tail. <laughs> Take one of the dog's tails. I'm like, now I do. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, so that's just funny. And so then <laughs> you made a comment. Uh, we go back to Stanley and he's dreaming and um, Cameron Diaz is licking his face. <laughs> I I wonder how much did they have to pay her extra to do that? Because she's licking his ear unless they put it in like a stand in for that. I don't think so. I think it's just something Cameron Diaz actually like, would do. Because she's is- like. <clears throat> and then it's just Milo. All up in his ear. And it's just Milo. Um, that little awesome dog. Um, so then we go back to it, and then he changes into the mask again. Um, because he woke up from his dream, and he's like, uh, let's see if it's real. Oh, okay. And then he puts on the mask again, and this is where he goes and robs the bank, where the other people were planning to rob the same bank at the nope. same time. Beat him to it. He beat him to it, got out, and he's like, What's up? And then the police come and they start shooting at the police. Yeah, that like, made no. They could have just ran uh, instead of shooting at the police. 
And this is where uh, Stanley goes to the Coco Bango Club. And this is when he sees Cameron Diaz sing her song. And he turns into the Whistling Wolf. The, uh, oh, crap. What's the name of it? I thought it was called the Whistling Wolf. No. Damn it, it says it, like, on the videotape that he was about to put in to watch it. Crap, I can't remember the name. You don't think about it. Um, And so he turns into the Whistling Wolf, and we both were like, well, I said, I wish I could whistle like that, you know, with your fingers in your mouth. I can whistle like a normal person, but not with my fingers. I can't whistle either or. You can blow air. I can blow air. That I'm really good at. Good job. I'm so proud of you. The best thing I can do. Um, uh, so then we like they bring the the doc the one of the bank robbers up to the upstairs and he's bleeding to death and so like it it really just bogs my brain where the logical thought hey he's dying let's give him a cigarette because he was that was it he was he he knew he was about to like die so and a guy likes cigarettes yeah. And so then this is when the mask does one of my f- sec- my second favorite scene is where he starts dancing with her and it's just like crazy and everybody's like jiving to it and it's really like that's the type of club that it should be not like just sitting around listening to somebody that I feel like that's so boring. Um, and so this is when he kisses Tina for the first time. I mean the mask kisses Tina. Yeah, but it's the same thing. And so then the bad guys try to kill the mask, and that's pretty much it. And this is where his scene is, where he becomes the cowboy who dies, and you were giggling. (laughs) Another favorite. Do you want to reenact it? No, because everybody should have seen it already. Yeah, but you liked it. I did. If you didn't watch The Mask, if you've never seen The Mask, what have you been doing with your life? The Mask is like an ultimate classic. Probably the classic of classics. Mine's a classic. The movie I'm choosing today. What? U U M F U H F. We already watched that, and you don't like it. Except it's like the same humor as this one. That's me spitting. <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> wow. Um. So then, the de- detective finds a piece of uh, Stanley's PJs at the club, and. This is where the connection to Stanley comes in because he saw Stanley in his pajamas the day before. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, don't people wear the same pajamas over and over again? Or am I just weird? I mean, some people do. Okay, cool. Um, detective goes to Stanley's house and then Stanley says somebody stole his PJs. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, I would steal those PJs. Uh, then we go back to the bank where S- Tina comes in and she's like, I want to see the mask again. Just like that. Just like that? That just like that. It was like, like I want to see the mask again. Like a country girl? Yes, sir. <laughs> Yo, Stanley. Wait, that was more gangsta. But I wonder what she was like <laughs> going to tell him because she's like, he was saying that, oh, you know, my friend should be here any minute now. And he gets up and is like walking to go change. She's like, Stanley, wait. No, wait. You know what I was thinking she was going to do? I think she was going to bring him in for the 50K because she had no money. That's what I thought she was going to do. No, I don't think so. 
Mm. I think she's one. I don't think they had that going yet. Yeah, because it was right no. before. But after the, the Coco Bango Club, he was like, want him? Because they stole his money and he, he got away and he was shooting at uh, shooting at him. It was right after that. It was? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's when they show up to arrest him. Yeah. And so then he gets away and. Yeah, but I think they do the 50 thing after he think... goes to jail. No, the Coco Bango Club. Because then that's why he went to the park. Wow. I'm missing a timeline there. Anyway, I thought you watched this so many times. I have. Um, <clears throat> and so this is where we bring, uh, I think his name's Ben Stein, the doctor about wearing masks. He brings the mask to him and he's like, look at it. And then he's like, I'm going to show you it. And apparently it is a low-key night mask. It's a night mask because Loki is the darkness. But this kind of ties in Marvel. We talk about Marvel a lot, and I like that it kind of ties them in. Mm-hmm. Sup. Sup. <laughs> Sup. Sup. So I, I enjoyed that. Uh, he puts on the mask. It was a night mask, so it didn't work, but he was pretending. <laughs> yeah, he's still <laughs> pretending like he was changing. <laughs> uh, then he goes and meets, to, uh, meets at the park, which is great except she really liked stanley but then the mask kind of was coming on too strong and she was like no and there's a lot of sexual innuendos he's like i was like i'm gonna butter your croissant kind of and he's like (laughs) i'm gonna divide and conquer that just makes me sad so sad because that's like sexual assault and she's like no like she's like and then she she kicked him him in the nuts (laughs) she's so coy I love it. And I was like, no means no, sir. No means no. She's not. She didn't say no. She just need him in the nuts. <clears throat> but then he blows a, uh, a a smoke heart with an arrow from his nose. And apparently wooed her. And it wooed her. <laughs> she was like. <laughs> I, that just. That, that scene bothers me, but then the scene after, it's my favorite, where he's dancing with the police yeah, officers. Yeah, dancing with all the police officers. I just think it's funny. <laughs> uh, and so he's dancing with the police officers. And you know my favorite, like one of my favorite like minor characters in this movie is? Whoopi Goldberg? Yes. Oh, knew it. Nailed it. Doyle. Oh, yeah. Because he wants <laughs> breakfast. He was dancing. They get over the wall, and he starts like, stop it or I'll shoot you. (laughs) You start dancing, I'm going to blow your brains out. (laughs) And he's like, oh. Like, his fun is always ruined by that fucking detective. And all he wants to do is just dance. He just wants to have fun. Everybody else is dancing. Why can't he dance? Don't put baby in a corner. Right? He just wants (laughs) to have fun. I just like how the cop always says his name. I can't even say it like Doyle. Doyle? I can't say it like he does. (laughs) <laughs> like when he got what do you want for his onion ring some sauce i don't even know what sauce that was it wasn't ketchup it was like something weird he was like he had ordered onion rings and he was waiting but he, he was gonna get something up like he had he, he had a, he was waiting for a sauce and i just can't remember Doyle. yeah no that's not it i'm trying I know you are. this is where the reporter comes picks him up and he gets in and she's like i saw it i saw everything and then he was just trying to, like, open up his heart to this lady who he thought was nice. Who he thought. But he thought wrong. That bitch. 
She's like, I thought you were going to kill him. I lied. You can't trust people like Dorian. So on, Peggy to, we have to rewind because some people may not have watched it and they're just listening. So Peggy sold out Stanley to Dorian for, for the 50K. 50K. So she can uh, pay for her condo. She can't so, lose her condo. Like you said in last week's episode of Dante's Peak. Yeah. Yeah. Dante's Peak. You were talking about the grandma. Fuck the grandma. Well, fuck Peggy. Yeah. And I like how the friend was like, oh, you should date her because you. And he was like, no, don't worry about Tina. Right. You should. Yeah. Date somebody Tina? who has like pouty lips and yeah, red hair and a green who, jacket. Like, you know, will actually care for you and whatever. And then it turns out she was like the worst of the worst of the worst. Yeah. So anyway, Dor- like Dorian puts on the mask and he looks all stupid gross. Like his teeth are all jacked up. Mm-hmm. He looks cute. He has hair and it looks like plugs. <laughs> What, as the mask or as the... As the mask. Oh. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, it's really gross. I didn't like it. Um, But he's supposed to look gross because he's the... He's the evil guy. Villain. Exactly. He's He's not going to look like a a fresh-to-death dude, you know? So after they capture him, they go back to... It's back to Milo's place. Back to Stanley's place to get the money because it's in... The uh, his closet. My question is, they were already in bags. Why didn't they just pick up the bags and put them in the black bags instead of taking the money? There was a lot of loose money on the ground. Yeah, but they could have just put it on top of it. Plus, baby, he took that from the bank, so it's obviously it's going to look like the money bags that they took. Did you not hear me? I say, pull, put the bag in the black bag. Easy. Maybe they did. They just were getting loose money and putting them in the black bag first. It didn't look as much money that was in the closet that was in there. Two little bags. I feel like there could have been more. It was bigger. I think there wasn't. So then they leave, but Milo chases him. Because Milo's the shit. That's why. Uh, Then they literally drop Stanley off at the police station. And he gets arrested. And he's in the prison. Milo comes and Stanley's like, just go find somebody else. Just find another family. The dog didn't want to. It got real sad and depressed. It made itself a house. It did. It was a smart dog. Out of newspaper. Yeah, Maybe we can rams. trade one of these dumb dummies. In. Okay. <laughs> no, because then that dog would be dumb because we don't train with them. Right, Fifi. Right, Lala. Aww, <laughs> they <same> turn. <laughs> um. So then Tina visits him, and she was just saying that Dorian's gonna go crazy, and that he almost got a kiss from her, which was sweet. And he's like, just one more minute, and he didn't get his minute kiss. Oh, uh, Stanley Ipkiss. Yeah. And so then Tina leaves and she gets chased down um, in the alley. And the police officer is like, ah, whatever. Even though you can hear her screaming, which is sad. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, no, you're just doing your shenanigans. And this is where Stanley tries to get Milo to jump up. He's a little baby dog. And so he jumps up and he keeps on jumping and jumping and jumping. And he finally gets it. He does. And then he asks him to get the keys, but what does he bring him instead? The cheese. And Not the cheese, the keys. <laughs> but the funny thing is, like, the dog just sits there and he's like, so you don't want this? <laughs> he like, thinks like he's putting it down, like, you sure you don't want this? It's pretty good. You sure, I'm about to put it down. All right. <laughs> and so then he gets the keys. Uh, Stanley escapes jail. And what else happens? <clears throat> then he tries to save 
Oh, then he almost shoots uh, Fraley or Farley or whatever the other detective's name is in mm. the face. He's like, I'm very stressed out right now. <laughs> <laughs> and they go to the Coco Bango and he tries to save the day. And then the dog makes him, lets himself out of the vehicle to go help Stanley. <laughs> Detective's like, that's a smart it. dog. <laughs> um, and then <clears throat> the dog, or no, and then uh, that's when um, Dorian takes out, I can't remember his boss's name. I'm going to say Bob. He looks like a Bob. It's not Bob. Um, they have a little gunfight, and then Dorian takes out his boss, sadly. <laughs> yeah, right. Not sadly. They both deserve to get taken out, actually, because they killed people, I'm sure. But then when he's the mask, he gets shot, and he just makes, like, a gun out of his mouth, and he spits it back. That's pretty dope. That was pretty dope. That was, that's like, I, I was like, Dorian, all right, that was a good way to take out your boss. Like, I mean, that was pretty legit. <laughs> that's, a, that's a pretty tight resignation letter. <laughs> with a mouth machine gun. Like, that's pretty dope. Um. And then uh, we get Milo who puts the mask on and he's just like a little, he's like a little animal version of uh, Stanley, which is really cute. Yeah, it's like they're both hilarious and still funny, but angry at the same time. He's like growling at the guy and then he like scares him. He's like, <laughs> and he runs off. Oh my God. <laughs> Milo, uh, Stanley gets out and he takes the mask off Milo. He puts it on and he literally saves the day, which is great. Um, Did you miss me? And he got shot and he drinks like a mimosa. And he's like, I guess not. <laughs> Did you just get that joke? No, I knew that. Oh, okay. Jesus, not that dumb. I just, the, the dog one took you a minute. And what that, dog one? The knock, knock. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. No one gets that. Sure. <laughs> Um, and so there was a bomb and Stanley eats the bomb. It blows up in his tummy. And I feel like that's going to give him indigestion. Well, when he's a mass, he's a different person. I don't think it's him. Yeah, but that's still inside your body. Obviously he fell like 20 stories and went face plant and he didn't have one broken bone. He became roadkill. What? He became roadkill. Yeah, he was roadkill. So. And... Everybody saves the day. Stanley gets away with it because the mayor saw him save everybody. And so he gets a free pass, even though he's like robbed like a million dollars. Well, they, the, the bad guys took the money back. So it's all right. Yeah. Plus, uh, what was it? Uh, plus the detective or whatever called him chunky. Yeah, that's that's no point. No. <laughs> Excuse you, chunky. Oh, I'm so sorry, mayor. Mr. Mayor. <laughs> I want to see like, you in my office. Like smooth there, guys. But I really Real don't smooth. think the mayor has anything to do with the police. The police Seriously? force. Yeah, they do. Mm. Of that, like. That township, town maybe. Or but city. City ship. But, and then at the end, they drive off in Charlie's vehicle and they go to the bridge where Stanley, well, Stanley is like, I'm going to throw this away. Are you okay with that? And Tina, Tita, um. Tina Carlisle tosses it over and then <laughs> Milo for 20 minutes and then Milo and Charlie jump in after it. Trying to save I just it. like that song that they played too at the end. It was like perfect. It was like, doo -doo 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 -doo. and Susie jumps off and lands in the water. It's like, Bang! it was good stuff. It's good timing. It is good timing. All right. What's your score? 
Seriously? Two? A 50. What, you need to start like adhering to our like scoring rules, man. Why? Mm. All right, fine. 10. Gosh, rude face. I'll give it a 20. Thank you. Yay! So the divorce the papers. The divorce papers have vanished. They have disappeared into thin air. Great. Or were they? I feel there? like we're playing Dungeons and Dragons, and it's like you got into the cave and you defeated the dragon. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> Congrats. All right, people. Now we get to talk about one of my favorite topics cryptids. Hell yeah. Stop licking me. I don't like it. Go that way. Um, everybody, Fifi's here. She wants to be a part of it, but she's not. Um, so cryptids are actually, I'm just going to kind of go over this. Um, I cited my sources where I found the stuff. I'm proud of myself. So I found the first port part of this cryptid fandom site. That's the site that sources. So it's called cryptid fandom. And so cryptids are creatures that may or may not be real. Oh, like Chupacabra. Right. Uh, Katie Rao. Yeah, I'm a fucking awesome one. <laughs> Watch me. And then I just lay down. <laughs> All right. So first for, first and foremost, cryptids can, um, can or cannot be. So unconfirmed. Cryptids who exist is alleged and not demonstrated. So these are alleged sightings. People have random sites. They, they're not 100% confirmed. Um, they can be discredited or um cryptids that have a body of evidence against their existence or proposed cryptids with an alternative explanation accepted by the general scientific community they're extinct animals that were generally believed to be extinct but with cryptozoologists believe may have an extent exactant i don't know what's a word word relic population um so for me personally, if they're, they're zoologists, cryptozoologists who confirm that they did exist, I don't really think they can be considered cryptid, but I don't know. Um, confirmed. Animals once classified as cryptid, but whose existence has now been confirmed. So cryptids who may or may not exist have now been confirmed. They're changed their yeah, category to animal. Cryptid, yeah, they're animal. Hoaxes. So cryptids once thought to be real, but later conclusively proven to be hoaxes. Oh, or former cryptids. Bigfoot. It could be a hoax. You don't believe in Bigfoot? Have I seen one? We should go somewhere and find him. Let's go. And be like homies. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> uh, or former cryptids that, with findings, have been proven to be living and real with uh, and known as animals or plants. So they were former cryptids. So it's kind of tying into formers and confirmed. Those two tied together. But anyway, I have a list of seven that are the top seven cryptids, and most of them I like. One of them I don't even know about, which is cool. So are you ready See. to get into it? So th these came from How Stuff Works. So that is my site that I, the site that I got this information from. And can you guess what the first one is? And I'll give you a hint. It's in Scotland. Yeah, that's a huge help. Really? No. Loch Ness monster. Oh, okay. <laughs> also known as Nessie. <laughs> I would not have guessed that. So Loch Ness monster spotted again. So it was recently spotted on September 25th of 2021. Um, hmm, interesting. Drone footage appeared to show a huge long-necked animal beneath, beneath Loch Ness. So Loch Ness is Lake Ness. 
Okay. Lock means like in oh, Scottish, Irish. I don't know. Whatever language you in uh it's a lake in northern Scotland, so it's 22 square miles, so it's not that big. And had been recently uploaded to the internet as reported by the post. Alas, the video turned out to be uh it blocked it out, so I can't see it. Um, someone clearly added the footage, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so talking about Loch Ness, what have you heard? Do you believe in him? Her, it, they, them? <laughs> Her, it, they, them? Uh, I would have to say no, because I haven't seen it. Have you seen the pictures? Like, from years and years ago, yeah, maybe. Yeah, like the, the fun little, where's my phone? Loch Ness Monster, looking it up. Lala, what you looking at over there? Is a ghost scaring you? Oh my god, that dog, she freaking... She's been like staring at things randomly. Like, she was sitting in front of the couch earlier, or yesterday I think it was. And she was, it looked like she was staring at the remote that was on the edge of the couch. See, that, those are the, that's the picture from back in the day. It looks like a bronchosaurus. So, the giant monster in Loch Ness dates back to August 1933. Many subsequent... Accounts describe an animal that sounds a bit ple fucking a plesaurus plesaurus. Oh, it's right here. Ple yeah, plesaurus. Plesiosaurus. Yeah, that sounds better. Okay, sure. That took me five tries. All right, perhaps what people are really seeing is some type of misidentified native fish. And Knockness is bordered. I like how you're showing a picture. <laughs> he was trying to show Lala. I was the... showing Lala the Loch Ness. Monster. All right. <clears throat> so that's number one, Loch Ness. I personally believe it. We don't know what's in the water. I think it could be hiding in a little underwater cave, and it just comes out randomly, and it gets... Jump in the water and go look for it, baby. I will fucking do that. Do you want to tempt me for, with a good time? Do it. Fine. I will watch you from the surface. I, you know I can't fucking swim. Like... Oh, yeah. Anyway, um, I can swim just doggy paddle style, so it's not really strong. You can strong. doggy paddle underwater. <laughs> just going to blink and turn down. <laughs> All right, so number two. This one I, you know about, but I don't think you would guess it. It has to do with snow. Uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Fuck yeah, look at that. That's our next cryptid. Seriously? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you got so excited. I was like, oh, awesome. No, the Yeti or the Abominable Snowman. Oh, I was close. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this one is number two, the most popular. Um, so most eyewitnesses' testimonies say that this cryptid, uh, see, it blocks out all the words that I need to say, and I can't see them. Stop licking me. Um, so this is just, it, they've been known to come uh, from the Himalayan mountains or the Tibet, Tibetan plateau. Um, cryptozoologists usually interpret it as some kind of primate, possibly akin to the orangutan. So, but it's more snow-dwelling mm. or chillier weather animal do you believe in this one i mean i haven't seen it so motherfucker you haven't seen a lot and you should believe in it so you've never seen uh moose before i don't believe in them so you don't. <laughs> <laughs> wow okay never cool. seen a bald eagle before so guess what we I have a hawk him. we have a hawk around here yeah it flies around every day 
What's the other one? A vulture. I love vultures. They look Those so are... ugly. We, I used to work at a, a raptor center back in Wisconsin when I lived there. And we had a vulture that was so badass. He was grumpy all the time. But he was so cool. Like, they, they can smell up to three miles. It's crazy. Or is it a mile? Something like that. A mile away. Far. It's really <laughs> far. And it's just like... And then we... Anyway, I'm not going to get into the different birds. I enjoy birds. Okay, so so abominable snowman, I definitely believe in. I do like there. There's the world is so vast. Like we haven't explored all of it just yet. How can we be sure that everything exists? Like or anything doesn't exist. So, um, number three is my favorite. Do you remember? Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer. No. Damn it. Uh, chupacabra. No. The devil. Oh, he's not a cryptid. <laughs> but he would be. He'd be my little fun buddy. You're okay. a little cryptid buddy. Uh, no. It starts with an M. Moose. Start. <laughs> Fuck off, man. <laughs> you said it starts with an M. <laughs> uh, Mothman. Oh, I would have never guessed that. So <laughs> this one is originated from uh, the Riverside city of Point Pleasant in West Virginia. Um, so... The believers saw a creature with glowing eyes that were eight feet tall that would be either hovering or flying up in the sky. That would scare the bejesus. So, um, have you seen the movie Mothman? Mothman Prophecies? I cannot remember. It's pretty Maybe? good. It, I need I, to see a trailer. I can't remember the name. Oh, I think Richard Gere is in it. I need to see a trailer. Anyway, so uh, in 19, uh, 1966, um, there was reported Mothman sightings. Excuse me, uh, near the nearby Silver Bridge over the Ohio River. <clears throat> Excuse me. So the Mothman showed up right before um, the Ohio, like that bridge collapsed in on December fifteenth, nineteen sixty seven, killing forty six people. And they believe that the Mothman was connected to that disaster. Now they have like Mothman Festival, which I definitely want to go to. I think we should make a trip to it. So they're accusing the Mothman <clears throat> of destroying this bridge. That so killed there were sightings people. across like across the city where they would say, "Oh, there's this this." thing like it looked like a man but it had wings and glowing red eyes so they weren't really sure what it was was yellow eyes i literally said glowing red eyes i think you said yellow creature got glowing red eyes i heard yellow for some reason maybe i'm thinking of supernatural it's not yellow um anyway so the mothman worse like they were thinking that it was trying to warn the people but then it just like a lot of chaos happened and then i think it showed up again later and then more chaos was happening so i really want to believe the mothman but i really think it could be an owl owls don't have red eyes yeah they glow red when the certain light goes on them well they're not eight feet tall well their wingspans can get up to like 20 feet owls can be big not eight feet. Well, not 20 feet. Maybe. Yeah, eight feet. They can fly up and they, if you're like seeing shadows out in the darkness and you see something up there, you just think that it's big, but it couldn't be. I don't know. Could be just now. Anyway, do you believe in Mothman? Same <laughs> answer as the first two. You know what? You need to believe in something. I do. Ghosts and the supernatural. Okay. So this one you're not going to guess because I have no idea what this is. Like I've never, um, 
I've never heard of this before. And I'm not going to pronounce it right. So please don't add me. Thank you. Mokili Bumbabi. What? (laughs) (laughs) Never heard of this. And I thought this was interesting. So Mothman wasn't the only cryptid to go Hollywood, as it were. Um, This is a 1985 movie, Disney movie, about the 20th century dinosaurs who lived off the grid in the Congo River Basin. The picture drew inspiration from Africa's fabled something. It blocked it out. Um, So in case you hadn't heard, this thing is supposed to be a huge water monster resembling the Herbro... Wow, you can't talk. Herbivorous, <laughs> herbivorous, herbivorous. Struggle much? Yes, that's a hard <laughs> word. Leave me alone. Um, long neck and very much extinct dinosaur. So this was a wa- fabled water animal. It looks like. Um, so it looks like the Loch Ness then. Brontosaurus, but with fins. Like the Loch Ness. Sure. So there's two versions of the Loch Ness monster. Yeah. So, but this one is more. Um, the Congo River Basin. So in the Congo. South America, I think. Where is the Loch Ness? Oh, that's... Scotland. Uh, Scotland. We're just sounding real dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wait, where is it? <laughs> All I right. mean, we're only human. We make mistakes. I don't know. It could pot- potentially be not a cryptid, but like maybe a dinosaur from the Jurassic period. But I don't know. Uh, moving on, uh, number five. This one you have said multiple times already, and it's not a moose. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? And not Rudolph. See? You said I said it several times. What was the other one? Chupacabra. Chupacabra. So this one is, I think it definitely exists. I think it's So amazing. this was in Puerto Rico, and with 200 people in a cage goat, monstrous stories, that's what. Uh, the year was 1995, and there had been some horrific reports about something slaughtering domestic animals left and right. It was said the creature drained the blood of its victims, leaving fatal injuries behind. Eventually, the cryptid became known as El Tupacabra, uh, which means blocked it out in Spanish. <laughs> I can't see it. Um... So, over in Mexico and the southwest United States, coyotes and raccoons were considered to be the problem, which can render them all as but hairless. Um, so, the chupacabra is supposed to be hairless. It's supposed to be bigger than, like, a coyote, but smaller than a wolf. Um, and so, a lot of theories come out that it's, like, a, a mangy dog, so Fifi. Um, no, she doesn't have mange. She just had the allergies. What does El Topacabra mean? Um, well, it did meaning, but let me just do meaning. Dude, just type in what does El Topacabra mean? Uh, the names come from vampirism. Chup. Goat sucker? Yes. So chupacabra can be literally translated as goat sucker. I'm going to call you goat sucker. From chupra to suck and cabra goats. It is known as both chupacabras and chupacabra throughout the Americas. Interesting. Okay. So So goat sucker. Do you believe in this one? I do believe in this one. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Aw. I never seen one, but I, when I was living in South Texas, I had friends that said that they seen one or supposedly seen one. 
Okay. So. They were probably just seeing a coyote run around. <laughs> or maybe they were just drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that, but I didn't want to judge. Okay. So number six is another one you probably have never heard of before, but you may shock me. It's called the Mongolian death worm. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> on his expedition. believing in me, though. I, I try not to judge. <laughs> um, so on his expeditions to Mongolia during the 1920s, an, explore, an American explorer heard stories about a bizarre animal called the Elergorhai Horahi. <laughs> you said that. <laughs> Perfectly, babe. Did not. Sure I just like it at all. I just pushed through it, and I was like, "I'm just gonna say all the consonants and all the vowels, and I'm just gonna try." You did a great job. I really tried on that, so I hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, since then, it's picked up a wicked nickname, the Mongolian Death Worm, which sounds like a cool like band name because there's band uh, like Mongolian like death rock. Mm-hmm. They should be called Mongolian Death Mongolian Worm. Death Worm. As recounted by the Scientific American, he told these tales in the 1922 Asia magazine, writing that the organism is shaped like a sausage, about two feet long, has no head shaped nor leg. Like, a, like a, a patty sausage? Or the link? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why patty was the first thing that came to mind. I was like, wait. <laughs> shaped like a patty sausage. Yeah, it's a flatworm. <laughs> Jesus Christ. A flat round worm. <laughs> um, um, so two feet long, has no head nor legs, and is so poisonous that merely to touch it means instant death. Oh, it lives funny. in the most does I'm sorry, I got skipped over. It lives in the most desolate parts of the Gobi Desert, whither where we we're going. Okay, I think they were trying to be like insightful there, but it didn't work out. Cryptozoologist Ivan Merkel later added to the mythos, claiming the worm could kill a full-grown man with a high-voltage electrical attack. Wait, it's electrical now? Guess so. It's poisonous and electrical. Maybe it's kind of like one of those um, electric eels. But that's poisonous? Sure. Uh, This thing just has all the death. Poisonous. Hence, Mongolian death worm. <laughs> <laughs> I you said touch hence. touch it and it can kill you. And then also it can shock you to death. Oh, I just touched <laughs> Lala. She murdered me. And she wants more pets. And she wants more pets. <laughs> <laughs> Lala's a Mongolian death worm. Oh. So I'm going to call her MDW. MDW. Did we give her a nickname? Lala Beans. No, no. I thought we had like a like an MD something. LB. LB, oh. LLB, or Fatty Patty, <laughs> little Fatty. That's the name of my Fatty show, with though. the Daddy. All right, so that is number six, Mongolian Death Worm. Do you believe in it? Never even heard of it, so no. Just say yes. <clears throat> okay, so the last one is probably the most famous cryptid of all. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. No. <laughs> it's his dad. It <laughs> should be a cryptid. Everyone, oh, oh, I know, Santa Claus. No. Oh, fuck. Give me a hint. <laughs> it doesn't have small feet. Bigfoot. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Look at me being smart. You got two. <laughs> <laughs> so Sasquatch, a.k.a. Bigfoot. Sasquatch. There's actually a movie about the uh, Bigfoot, and I can't remember what it's called, but it was really good where these people go in, out and stay in uh, – the forest in this camper and then they hear these screams and noises and kind of but it's like in northern california or something it's crazy i thought that's where it is mm-hmm. oh 
Um, <laughs> literally says Sas- Sasquatches need no introduction. Try to say Sasquatches. Sasquatches? It's not That's that hard. Really hard. Shut <laughs> up. Fuck off. You're just struggling today. <laughs> You're so struggling. Struggle bus. <laughs> All right. A 2020 poll found that most people believe the legendary upright walking apes really do exist. Wow. Um, they call them upright walking apes. That's a tongue twister. And I said it perfect. You did say it perfect. <laughs> upright walking now apes. Now I think about it, I probably couldn't say it again. Say it again. Upright walking apes. Yeah, you see, you said it perfect. I mean, not as perfect as the first time, but. Suck it, man. Suck it. (laughs) Uh, The term Bigfoot originated. Oh, my God. Give me that before you. No, you're going to. I want to do it. All right. (laughs) The term Bigfoot originated in 1958. Written by, uh, in an article somewhere, written by Andrew Gonzoli of the Humboldt Times. The piece describes the mysterious footprints that were found at a construction site in Northern California. Fast forward to 2003 that year, Raymond Wallace, a logger who worked on the site, passed away at 84. Wallace's surviving children told the press their late father had faked those monster prints in uh, 1958 with his tools. Uh, Fodor and plaster casts of her, the other alleged Bigfoot tracks have been met with uh, from zoologists, but they, it just kind of blocks out. So, um, but so I know they were fake. So the guy says it was fake, but the thing is throughout the years, it's a lot of sightings. So there's two people, two guys who were in the logging site and they got a video of an upright walking ape, but you couldn't, they did a study on it and they couldn't really, decipher if it was faked or not because it was when cameras first like came out like something yeah, you, can't really, you really can't it. really fake it and unless somebody dressed up as an ape but like who has an ape costume a lot of people maybe maybe it's like the t-rex t-rex costume that blows up and you just walk around in it yeah exactly or gorilla costumes or yeah um so but uh, we, when we went to Zach Baggins Haunted Museum, the guy behind us, he had an, a podcast about the the Bigfoot. He had a what? He had a podcast about Bigfoot. The guy behind us, I didn't know that. Yeah, he was talking about it. He was very at, like very wanted to talk about it a lot, and I just kind mm-hmm. of like I don't want to talk to you anymore. That's so why <laughs> so I shifted to the front. I was like, I don't want to talk to him. I'm going to leave this guy. No, but he was really nice. And he was just talking about how he believes in it. And he's been to the Zach Baggins Museum like so many times. And so I, if you can find a Bigfoot podcast, which I'm sure there's a few out there, it might be his. He was an older gentleman. He was really, he seemed really nice though. Even though I just don't like chat, small talk. I don't like talking to people I don't know. So I'm just antisocial. But do you believe in Bigfoot? I don't know. Uh... Probably not. Really? Just chupacabra. Only the chup- one out of seven. Because it's vampirism. That that's the only fucking reason why. Yep. So I believe like six out of seven. Well, you don't believe in the the sausage worm. <laughs> the Mongolian death worm. <laughs> the 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 sausage patty worm. <laughs> I don't believe in the sausage patty worm. So the rest of them, you believe in all of them oh, besides sure. that one. We can't explain things. Why should I say there's something that doesn't exist when it might? Just because I didn't see it doesn't mean it's not real. Then why isn't there like pictures and videos? There are. And, there is. Yeah, but or how legit are they though? That's the thing. How legit are you? I'm right here in front of you. So pretty are, legit. But is this like a beautiful mind where I'm just making you up and I'm just talking Probably. on this podcast by myself randomly pausing? Probably. 
I, I drug your food and drink every time I make stuff for you. But I make it to where it lasts long enough to where I don't need to do it every single time. That's why you don't make me breakfast every day. Exactly. See, you're catching on. <laughs> All right. So that is our topic of the day. I hope you enjoyed it. That was one of my favorites. We might do repeats. Y'all should. I was going to say call. Y'all should don't call. Uh, I won't answer. Email or message in and let us know which ones y'all believe in. Or Ooh. if you have like personal experiences or know someone who has personal experiences. I have a po- I have a personal experience. Back to what I was saying. Shut up, man. <laughs> so I live in Wisconsin, um, back uh, up in the Northwoods. If you don't know where that is, kind of cut uh, Wisconsin from east to west in half and fold it in half for like the top part and the lower part. Literally, the that half up is called the Northwoods, and it's very small towns, very not like bigger cities or anything. Um, and so we lived in a town called Antigo or Antigo. We don't pronounce the T. Um, and so near Anago is some place called Rhinelander, which has the cryptid, which is very kind of similar to the chupacabra, which is called the hodag. Oh, I heard of that. So the hodag is this mythical mythical creature where this guy, I guess it was a logging company or something that came through and he saw this weird animal and it looked mixed between like a coyote and a, a lizard and a bunch of shit. The fudge? It, it literally is the fudge coyote and a lizard like it had ridge back and then it, it was it like had a, a boar head it's just a mix of shit anyway so instead of shunning this creature rhinelander decided to make it its mascot so the in high school we played against the rhinelander hodags <laughs> Wow. <laughs> and so they would deface all of oh, our dang. shit. Like they would paint everything green on because their colors were green and uh, silver and ours were maroon and silver or maroon and white or whatever. And so they would always like spray paint the shit around our town green with hodag. Jeez Louise, that's rude. Yeah. It's just how, around homecoming. It's what everybody did. We would wow. do the same at their. Well, I didn't because I didn't fucking care. But um, we did the same at their. Um, oh, well, this time y'all did it back. I mean, if you get caught, you get arrested. But if you oh, don't really? get caught, oh. like you get. No, that, that was like, y'all, it's like 4th of July where you can pop fireworks. And New Year's Day, you can pop fireworks. I thought that was like y'all's thing. Like during the homecoming, you can spray paint shit or no. spray paint. Yeah. Right? That's like yeah. still defacing property. But anyway, that's my. Anyway, so going back Small to what you're talking about. make their own rules. Dante's Peak did. Exactly. See, there you go. See? <laughs> anyway, so if you want to, please write in. Uh, advice is coming up, but not next episode, but the next episode. So we have one more episode before the uh, We're Not Qualified uh, episode is going to come out, and we need your questions or the stories. All the questions. Ooh, stories would be good, too. So if you have any fun cryptid stories or any uh, topics that you want to share about, fucking write in. I'm sure you're tired of us talking about ourselves. So go for it. Um, so you can do that with writing to inforthenight69 at gmail.com. Or what's the website, Ty or Lur? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> wow. Inforthenight at gmail.com. That's... No, that's all wrong. Don't <laughs> don't write that because that's not our email. Email is inforthenight69 at gmail.com. and the, said that. I know I'm correcting you because I don't want people sending it to the wrong place. Make sure you add this number six and the number nine on the end of in for the night. And then uh, the website is in for the night podcast. 
Dot com. Oh, I forgot the podcast part. Dot com. No Gmail. It's a website. Oh, I forgot the podcast and a dot com part. You just suck. Anyway. <laughs> well, this one was a fun long one. I, I enjoyed it. I was close. It. Um, but next time, you know what our movie is? Oh, yeah. It's your movie. What is it? Misery. With Kathy Bates. And that dude, can't remember his name. Oh, Misery. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I was thinking about that movie the other day, too. With a, oh. Yeah, so we're going to watch that. Um, you can watch that on Amazon Prime, Vudu. I think it's on Sling TV as well. Um, always Redbox. It'll always have it there, so you can rent it there as well. Um, Ty is already cringing. <laughs> I'm oh, so excited geez. about this. It's already so good. One of my favorites. Kathy Bates is my girl. KB. Like, hurts me already. All right, what's your topic? Your topic, you chose it. Please go look at your paper. Oh, that one. I, I already like, know. I have no idea. I know his answer. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, if you could trade lives with someone, who would it be? I'm pretty sure there's going to be a million people out there who are going to have the same one as me. Anyway, so that is our episode for the day. We hope you enjoyed it, and we hope that we gave you a reason to stay in for the night. And until next time, my peeps. Peace out.